Hello, brothers. Once again, we come to you, Powerhouse Ministries. We hope that you've had a, a happy New Year's. We hope you had a great Christmas. We come to talk to you a little bit about a man named Jesus, like we always do. Because he is the focal point of this ministry. I cannot do it without him. It is him that made it possible. So I just want to throw this out there to you that if you need prayer or whatever, just let me know, brother. Uh, hit me up. Facebook, YouTube, let me know something. Uh, hello, somebody. Also, hook me up there. Uh, prayer requests will go take your request to the to Jesus Almighty and realize that you're going to be uh, touched by the anointing of God. I don't care where you're at. I could be here. You could be somewhere in Central Texas. Uh, big place called like Bell Mead. Uh, another place, Hewitt, Texas. Uh, Temple, Georgetown, San Antonio, wherever you at. God can touch you. Powerhouse Ministry is coming to you today. Let's pray. Father, we come before you. We thank you because of who you are. We realize, Lord, that we cannot do nothing this year without you. So let us start off on the right foot, Lord, putting you first, that you can guide us and show us and teach us where we need to be and where we need to go to. We give you the praise and we give you all the glory. Now, speak to me also to your people out there. If someone out there needs to be healed, Father, touch them. In the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Ghost. You know, it's always good to know that you have friends. But I'm talking about a friend that sticks to you no matter what you're going through. And sometimes those kind of friends, you know, we don't want to uh, be with them because they'll tell you the truth. And the truth will set you free, the book says. But I want to talk to you about, about a man named Jesus. And I, I get my little notes here because the title of this sermon, if you want to give it a title, is entitled this. Tearing away all that that is hindering you. Tearing away all the things that is hindering. Look at somebody say, he said, hindering you. And look at him, point at him like that and say, you. Or if not tell him, you. He talking to you. The word of God tells us we're going to talk in Mark chapter 2. We're going to start there in Mark chapter 2, verse, we're going to start with verse verse number 2 here. And the word of God is, is simple, but it's, it's, it's an awesome thing. And it says, now there is at Jerusalem, I'm going to get back to the, to the scripture, right? I mean, I'm reading in, in John, so I'm going to put it back in Mark. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The word of God tells us this, and in Mark chapter 2, and I'm going to get that right, <clears throat> verse 3. It says, they came unto him, bringing one sick of palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not come in unto him, for they pressed, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they laid him down on his bed and God healed him. I'm here to tell you today <clears throat> that I hope you have some friends that, that will help you in your time of situation. 
there's there's times that that God he sends us help. Sometimes we don't want it. But I will talk to you about this guy named he was he had four friends. And and I want to let you know that you have friends that sometimes that are man, they're there for you. But we don't want to bother them. We don't want to take them out of their routine. But if he's a friend or she's a friend, they'll drop everything to come give you help. Now listen to this. It says, they took, it talks about, about four men who took a man that was sick where Jesus was at. They knew the condition that the man was in, but they also knew that the man that could heal them was in town. So I'm here to tell you today, let me draw out this little story for you. This man was sick, bound with cerebral palsy, couldn't go nowhere. But the word of God tells us that there were four of his friends came to get him. And sometimes, when your friend comes to talk to you about Jesus, we don't want to hear it. Because we've been so defeated and we're sick of being sick that we don't want to hear nobody. But these four guys, they decided we're going to go and take this man and get him healed in the name of Jesus. Let me talk to you about something, man. This guy could move. And sometimes the enemy has you in a state that you just cannot move. You feel handicapped. You feel like you're down. You feel like everything you tried, you just, you're there. You're still. But I'm happy that I got four of my friends that could come talk to me at any time that I need them. I'm here to tell you something right here. Watch this. The number four stands for love, but it also stands for creation. And, and these four guys knew that they were taking him to the creator. No, you didn't get that. Four means love. Four also means creation. These four fellas said, we're going to take him to the creator who created him and me. Watch this now. They took him to the one man. The one man means God. Not only one man means God, but it also means beginning. They said, we're going to take him to the beginning of creation. No, you didn't get that. <clears throat> Four plus one tells me is five. I went to school. I got a little, got a little education. I may not know it too much, but four plus one means five, which is grace. The number five stands for grace. In other words, it also stands for good news. If you were sick, of tired of being sick, and the doctor said, I got some good news for you, how would you feel? Well, I got some good news for you out there that are going through your situation, that are going through your problem. You got a friend right here that's willing to pick you up and take you where the man named Jesus can heal you. His name is Jesus. The Bible tells us that all demons tremble at the name of... No, you didn't get that. The Bible tells us that everything stops when Jesus stops. The Bible tells us that his name is Jesus. Four guys 
pick up one guy, took him to the man called Jesus. When they got there, the word tells us that the house was full. There was no place for them to get in. They tried to come in through the front door, no room. They tried to go in through the window, no room. Where else can we take him? How can we get him inside the house where Jesus was at? Only way they could do it, up to the top of the roof. I don't know about you. I don't know how this man felt. He was laying on the bed, the word of God said. Read it. Study the, study the word. He was laying in the bed. Now, I don't know about yourself. If you ever try to pick up something that's heavy. The Bible doesn't tell us that he was a heavy or a light man. All I can tell you is physics. Dead weight is dead weight. And what I'm trying to tell you is that if you let go yourself, and let somebody try to pick you up. You heavy. I don't care if you big, small, tall, short, whatever. Dead weight is dead weight. And so the enemy tries to tell you, you can't pick up dead weight. No, you're not listening to that. The enemy will slap you and say, there's no way you can pick it up. But if you are encouraged, like these four guys here said, we have love for this one guy. And if you know somebody that's going through a situation, you need to love them and let them know that I don't care how much that weight feels, there's love in the name of Jesus. So what picked them up? It wasn't them. It was the love that they had for this man. So they picked him up and put him on top of the roof. Love lifted me. That's what the song tells us. When nothing else could help, love lifted me. I'm here to tell you today that there's love out there for you if you just give it a chance. This poor guy said, I don't care what's going to stop me. I can't come through the door. I tried the windows. We tried to go through the back door. There's no sliding door. There's nothing. There's no way we can come in from underneath the house. I'm going up. If I was that fella and I'm laying on that bed, I would look at them and say, y'all crazy. You ain't going to put me up there. Now leave me where I eels. And I didn't get that one. I, I had to go in a little bit of the hood and say eels. Leave me where I am. I'm going to tell you this. I'll be literally afraid. I'm already messed up. I'm in bed and you picking me up. Now, nah, cause no way. But notice something. They did not ask him, should we pick you up? They just took him up. And sometimes when people ask you, why didn't you do it? We got a thousand and one excuses to go. Why didn't you come to church? Why didn't you try this? Why didn't you read? Why didn't you give your life to Jesus? Why, 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 why? And we got an excuse for every why as there is. They just picked them up, took them to the top. Now, wait a minute. I'm not a roofer. I'm not a roofer. But these houses here are built nowadays. I don't know 
back in them days, I, I'm not an archaeologist. I'm not anything like that. But I look at these roofs today. And the number one thing that they you're going to face on the roof is some shingles. Let me ask you something. Do you have some shingles in your life that you need to get rid of? Oh, what am I trying to tell you? Shingles. One problem stacked above another problem. No, you didn't get that. Look at any shingle. Look at any house roof. They see plenty of shingles. People are messed up on the floor because they got one problem stuck on top of another, stuck on top of another, on top of that. And can't get a breakthrough because everything is stacked up on top of each other. No, you didn't get that. And the enemy tries to stack things up that you just think, ah, you can't get out of it. It's just stacked up in your life. But I'm here to tell you, you got somebody crazy enough to say, it's all right. It may be stacked up, but I'm still busting through. Uh, after the shingles, wait a minute again, I'm not a roofer. I'm not, I don't know too much. They got a little paper. That covers it. And and, 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 let me say it again. A little paper that covers it. And that paper covers the whole house. Just like the shingle does. The shingle is all over your house. All on top of the roof. You know, no matter where you turn. There's shingles. And that paper is there too. Why? So watch this. It will not let the, the shingles. Watch this. Will not let the water penetrate. There's a song that says. Let it rain. Let it rain. Open the what? Floodgates of heaven. And let it rain. And the enemy is stopping the rain because he's got shingles over your life. No, you didn't get that. Woo! You didn't get that. I'm here to let you know that. Okay, he says, I'll put some shingles on it and it ain't gonna penetrate. But sometimes there's leakage in between the shingles, so he puts another layer of paper. It doesn't let the rain of God fall through to reach the one that's sick. Oh, you didn't get that. No, no. Wait a minute. Like I said, I'm not a roofer. I'm not a roofer. And there's some shingles, then there's paper, and then there's plywood. Now we get into the heavy stuff. That plywood is not just put on there. It's nailed. Boom. That enemy thought, I will nail this Jesus on the cross. Woo! No, no, that, that passed over your head. Let me say it again. That wood is nailed. I've gone to the construction sites where they building a new house. And you hear that air hammer say, Pataya! Pataya! That nail is securing that that roof is not going to come apart. That what the enemy thought when he said, I'm going to nail Jesus on the cross. He was saying, if I nail him, it's going to secure that he ain't coming off. But the word of God says that he stepped off that cross. Oh, he didn't get that. What I'm trying to tell you is that they lowered him down from the cross, took him to a cave. And from that cave, Mary and Martha went to go look on early Sunday morning. The angel of God stepped in and said, hey, who are you looking for? Huh? The one that you thought that was dead is no longer dead. He had risen. In other words, the nails could not hold him up. Watch. Listen what I'm about to say. It's getting good. Watch. There's shingles. There's the paper. There's plywood. 
And these people decided, we're going to make a hole. Watch, through that roof. I don't know about you, but I'm being honest with you. Somebody start making a hole on my roof. I'm going to say, yo, what's up, Kaz? What's going on, Kaz? Get off of my roof. Huh? Get off of my roof. And that's what we need to tell the enemy. Get off of the roof. No, you didn't get that. You didn't get that. That'll slap you next week. Watch this. In today's society, if someone tries to make a hole on your roof, you'll probably get a lawyer and sue them. You'll probably get somebody else and say, you're crazy. You call the police on them. You call somebody. You come up, you probably got guns in your house. You come up, well, what you doing? What would you do if he said, I'm making a hole on the roof to get to the anointing? Uh, wait. Wait a minute. The Bible tells us this. They made a hole in the roof and they lowered it down. Let me ask a simple little question before we go any further. When they came to the door, it was crowded. They didn't know where Jesus was at. They couldn't see him. They went to the window, Brother Roscoe. They went to the window and couldn't see Jesus because of the crowd. They said the crowd was too thick. Maybe they went to the back door and tried to... So, so all of a sudden, now that they're on the roof, they can't see. So what are the odds of them making a hole exactly where Jesus was standing? Hey, you hear what I'm saying? It is not coincidence. It's the anointing of God. Wait a minute. Let me slow it down for a few seconds. They made the hole big enough. And all four of them started lowering him down. What are the odds of them lowering him down in front of Jesus? Think about that for a few seconds. Whole bunch of people talking about I'm buying a lotto ticket because if I the odds of winning. <laughs> if I hit the lotto, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna you lying out of your y'all don't tell you don't do it now. That's another sermon for another time. Let's go back to Jesus. Watch this. <clears throat> they lowered him down right in front of Jesus. Read the story. Read the story. The word of God did not look at the man that they were lowering down. Mm -mm. Watch this. He looked up to the four guys that were standing there. <clears throat> and he, he looked at them. And remember, four stands for the number. Four stands for the meaning of love. What else does it stand for that I tell you? It means creation. They created a commotion. They made a hole on the roof. They created faith. They created anointing. Oh, you didn't get that. They created healing in the name of Jesus. When they make that hole on the roof, Creation started happening. In other words, faith started growing. Healing started growing. The man was on the bed. 
Watch this. And as they lowered him down, healing was already happening to him because God did not look at the man and ask him nothing. He looked at them four people up there. And he said, because of your faith, watch that now, he has made whole. By your faith, this man is made whole. There's some people get jealous about that because you're moving under the anointing of God. God is using you. God is, is using you in great and mighty ways. And there's people that don't like it because they don't want no hole in their roof. Oh, you didn't get that. There's people that do not like it because they see the anointing in you. They've been in church all these many years and they ain't healed nobody. They've been in church all these many years and not done nothing for Jesus. They've been in church all this time and just warm up the bench. They've been in all this time in church and feel a little Holy Ghost and they think there's something. But the Word of God just tells me that He looked at them four on the rooftop and He says, You. You tore off the shingles that was stopping the anointing. <laughs> you tore off the paper that was stopping the anointing. And you even ripped off the wood that was stopping the anointing. Because of your faith, he has made whole. Whew. You got that kind of faith, brother? You can walk up to your brother and say, I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what you've been through. Do you got that kind of faith that you can tell your brother today? You may not feel right. You may be, you might have been through hell and back, but I got enough faith in the name of Jesus that you can be set free the year 2019. I'm here to tell you today. Powerhouse Ministry is here to tell you today. That that faith, like them four guys, I got that kind of faith. I'm here to tell you, you can be healed in the name of Jesus. I don't care what your situation is. There is power through the name of God. There's power in the name of Jesus. He's here to heal you. I'm going to pray, stretch out my arm, hand out to you. And I'm going to tell you this. If you're not feeling well, be thy healed. If you're going through situations, be thy healed. If there's discouragement, discouragement is gone. If there's frustration, frustration is gone. If there's loneliness, loneliness is gone. Whatever the situation, there's power in the name of Jesus and you shall be made whole. God is not looking at nothing else, but he's looking at the faith that's in me that can penetrate through this, through this airway right now that you're listening to. And if you are needing of a healing, I'm telling you right now in the name of Jesus, be thy made whole through the blood that was shed on Calvary. There's creation, there's love, there's grace, and there's a new beginning this day. 2019 will be a year of prosperous. 2019 will be a year of healing. 2019 will be a year of restoration. But most of all, 2019 will be a year of salvation. Father, right now, through the blood that was shed on Calvary, first thing we ask for is for salvation. If there's anyone out there, you need Jesus. Ask him into your heart right now. Simple little prayers. Just say, Father, forgive me of my sins. Come in my heart, soul, mind, and body. I accept you as Lord of my life. That's it. If you said that prayer, you're saved. But if you need a healing, tell him to heal you right now. If you're hurting, tell him to heal you. Headache, sugar, diabetes, 
whatever the sickness is, high blood pressure, whatever the sickness is, arthritis, gout, whatever the sickness is, heart attack, whatever the sickness is, migraine headaches, there's healing in the name of Jesus. Well, brothers, I hope you accept that word today. Powerhouse Ministries coming to you from the great city of Waco, Texas. Hit us up once again, Facebook, uh, YouTube. <clears throat> we got a podcast coming up. Just look for us. If you want us to come preach at your church, let us know. Hook us up. We come. If you got um, something going on and you want us to be a part of it, call us up. Hook us up. Give us a call. Let us know something. And if you need prayer, we're here for you. May God bless you. May God prosper you this year. Be thy made whole. We pray this in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. God bless you, brother.